welcome to Steer Nova Comic Podcast, episode 25. We've got Matthew Myers back with us. How you doing, Matt? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing good. Greg, good. introduce good to be yourself. Back. I'm Greg. I'm writer, creator, co-founder of Steer Nova. And uh, that's Dylan. The other crazy and, I, and I'm Dylan. I'm like the, the tech guy and chief editor. Editor yeah. chief. There you go. And Matt, who are you? Tell everybody who you are. I'm a comic book writer, creator, producer, uh, stuck in quarantine at, at the moment, like everybody else. So I've been working on um, a script for uh, with you guys for Chronicles of Horror and uh, almost finished. I'll have it done this week. Uh, thought it would be a nice addition to uh, what you guys are doing and stick with the same theme. Yeah. Just a little bit of a different direction. Is that the one that you're trying to break a record for? or trying to figure that out if you're breaking a record? Yeah, um, I'm trying to write a horror anthology uh, with a bunch of short stories. And uh, I have a lot of people that are interested in it. And what I wanted to do was break a record for the most horror authors involved in one book. And um, when I when I talked with um, Guinness about it, you lose your headphones? Yep. <laughs> I don't even have mine today because my cat chewed them up playing with them um i was trying to get uh guinness to recognize it and they're not uh they they're not going to recognize it as a record so <clears throat> i kind of recruited a whole bunch of people uh had about 40 authors that were interested initially and i went back and you know sent everybody a message and and let them know that uh still if you're still interested in doing this let me know but uh i don't know if we're going to be able to have it recognized as a record like um initially planned but i had a real overwhelming response from everyone because i think that everybody right now is writing and they want to be involved in something so it's uh it's it's gonna happen um not sure what we're gonna call it yet but uh i have i had some artwork and years ago um when i was thinking about doing this i wanted to call it the pandemic collection and uh it just seems so fitting now to be able to do it that way yeah Pretty funny. I was gonna say you, you could label it. Guinness won't recognize us. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> the book with too many authors. The so Guinness didn't want to handle it. <laughs> yeah, it's um. You can still that, that you could take a whole bunch of uh, uh, like authors for or stories from other authors, and you know if it's public domain, you could put it all together. I think that's the issue. Like you could take a whole bunch of stories that aren't owned by an estate by people who aren't alive anymore. And I specified I wanted living actual working authors, but they, you know, they sent me the rejection letter and well, rejection email. So it was uh, something that I don't, I don't know if I'm going to be able to recognize, but I'm going to, I'm going to try it. You should put that, something that rejection out. email, make it look like a cartoon and put it in the front page. <laughs> <laughs> that could be the title of the book. If you if you try to because you, you could research it yourself and see if there's any record for it and if there isn't you can just once you get a, a number you believe large enough you can just claim that you've gotten it and the only thing that can happen is someone can prove you wrong which that will automatically promote the book. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's uh, kind of like when you copyright something and you mail a letter to yourself. It kind of it doesn't it doesn't necessarily hold up in court but it'll hold up for enough recognition that i'd be able to call it that especially if yeah. i'm going to publish it myself nice <laughs> so that's what we're working on now um the uh marbles to cat 
uh, campaign that we talked about before, it was launched. We had a goal of $2,100 and um, we made it to 1400 and some change. And it was, it, it was cooking. It came out of the gate at uh, $600 the first weekend. It was going, it was going. And then as soon as the Facebook bans <laughs> came through for sharing, it just yeah. stalled. Yeah, it was, I mean, the same thing happened with Greg. And it's uh, something that we're trying to figure out of relaunching. And now with all this going on, you know, we, we don't know when the right opportunity is, is going to present itself to relaunch with everybody being out of work. So... Yeah, there's actually a know. couple. We're, there's actually a might, couple Kickstarters might do that are working. Stimulus check. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. There's a couple of Kickstarters that are still like doing pretty good, even though like nobody has a job. <laughs> right. A few. Yeah. Uh, Burlap from Covenant Comics. I don't know if you saw that. Um, yeah, I did. I backed it, but because um, I'm one of the only people that have a job. Uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> not to throw that in your face, because uh, I don't want to. Actually, I would like to stay home and work on this and only this. But, uh, yeah, so it's like a horror uh, series. And so far they have four issues that are, like, ready or almost ready to be, like, right. put out to the world. Yeah. I, he got, Let me read the first two. And they're, like, amazing. There's, like, little nods to, like, uh, Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street and stuff. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That yeah. Is good stuff. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, the stimulus checks are supposed to come at some point. So that could be the time. Um, you know, we pretty much. I want to look to we're all out of Facebook jail, and and to do it within, um, you know, parameters of when uh, other people aren't launching, or one of us is, doesn't have another current project launch too. Well, That's the could, other thing because you could, guys uh, got you know the game coming and everything. Well, else. The game, yeah, the game is now going to be like September ish because it worked last year in September, and uh, it, it's just a good time because it's before the holidays. So. Right. And, and that's enough time to give uh, Scott to like help develop the game. Why is that a plane? And um, I asked him actually yesterday, I was like, oh, like, have you been working on the game? Like, I know, like, he, I think he still has to go to work, even though he, I don't know what he's doing there. Like, there's no kids there. Um, so he's like, oh, yeah, I just did, like, a waypoint thing. He made the waypoint marker, and uh, he just made, like, an effect that I didn't even ask him to do. Uh, it's, like, this comic book page flip. So when it goes to another scene, it does this, like, comic page flip-type effect. Oh, wow. The next scene, yeah. I'm like, oh, wow, he's doing, like, everything. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Very cool. I've been reading a lot of uh, digital comics being being uh, stuck inside all the time. And um, I think that more services <clears throat> for offering them subscription-based are going to come out of this. Because it's a shame what's happening to the stores. I mean, um, you know, with Diamond Distribution uh, collapsing, which is going to be a good thing for indie creators and producers. Uh, in the long run, but I mean, a lot of stores are shutting down too, and that's not good at all. Yeah, that's same with like conventions. There's like people saying that it might be like the end of like conventions, like San Diego Comic Con and stuff. Because this year, I don't think they're going to do one because they're building as like the um, 
as like one of those uh like hospitals that like the Javits Center in New York. They're turning that into like a hospital. So, yeah, that place is huge. Yeah. So I don't think any of those are happening this year, but there's still people like Saratoga Comic Con around here. Like they haven't said anything about them closing yet, which is insane. But right, the people are finding different ways to adapt. Uh, they're still, you know, yeah. figuring it out. This came from out of nowhere and just affected everybody in so many different ways. I mean, with with me, it was um, I was uh, you know my I was leaving one job to go into another. And I had, you know, multiple job offers for better positions. And then when everything happened with the state shutting down and everything, I mean, one of the bars was um, that I worked in, I mean, that I was uh, applying at was revamping their entire brand and opening and looking for a new manager. And I wound up getting uh, stuck in the middle of all this and fighting with the state for unemployment and everything else. I mean, it's it's been rough. But uh, something good has to come out of this and hopefully... I mean, it's going to eventually recover. I think the comic world will uh, adapt to new di- new and different ways, and people are definitely writing and creating right now. So if they're not launching uh, Kickstarter projects, I know they're at least working on something, and once everything gets back to uh, somewhat normal, I think a lot of good uh, products are going to come out of this. Yeah. Yeah, I finally started working on uh, getting issue two for the Seer Chronicles out. So I can't. Nice. For that yeah right. oh i got i got i forgot to mention to you i got your comics the other day um oh, I, I saw that the the package was from you and then i had to run out to the store quick so i threw them up in the uh cabinet and then i got them out last night and read it really awesome oh, thanks i read uh, the digital copies but it was nice to see it you know printed yeah, out like a whole different thing. Yeah. which one did you like better ink or the seer chronicles i liked them both but i liked seer chronicles because i thought that it was um the story flowed really well, and it was set up. Um, you know, it was a lot of structure to it. Not that Ink didn't have it, but Ink seemed to move in a different pace. Um, both, I mean, both of them are good. Uh, yeah. Good writing, good art. It, it fit really well. That's just my opinion. The, yeah. um, but I, I enjoyed all of it. It was, it was good stuff. Yeah, Ink, Ink was definitely an oddball because I think we had that one drawn before any of the text was edited. So. Uh, like I, because I, I only started going through heavily editing these things after we had already made the first comic, and right. uh, so we had to do a lot of like changes. Like for for ink, there was a bunch of stuff that was like left out of the written story in the panels that that weren't made clear, and so right. like we made like a a big shift and made it very narrative, where it had like all those narration boxes in the beginning, mm-hmm. so they kind of get into his head so you can understand more what's going on. So it, it does it does move at a very different pace. I agree. It, uh, it, Plus, it's it, only eleven twelve pages. So yeah, yeah, right. But yeah. I, mean, I, I liked it. I enjoyed it. I just enjoyed the other one more. But it's all it's all good stuff. I think this game is going to be a big hit too, man. And that's um, yeah, that's why I, I, I like the idea do. of throwing marbles to cat up in the tree to have uh, an Easter egg in the game. That that yeah. was uh, pretty awesome. Um, just being able, I mean, like we were talking about the one day, one of my favorite things to do on Grand Theft Auto was to steal that fire truck. I would I would be ignoring all missions because I'm going around spraying the hose, crashing it into stuff. And uh, it, it's just, you know, a lot of fun to play. And I think that being able to do quests and different things in a free roam uh, game, 
inside of this comic universe is something uh, for one that, you know, other than, you know, there's so many Batman games and stuff out there, but there, I haven't seen or heard of a game that was based on an indie comic before. And I think this is going to attract a lot of attention and uh, places that write, you know, coverage about comics and stuff are definitely going to be uh, covering it. And it's going to be uh, a lot of fun. It's going to grow your uh, subscription platform and it's, it's going to be a lot of fun to play. I know I'll be on there. Yeah. I'll, yeah. Be, I'll pay for the subscription. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, that's, it was actually supposed to launch tomorrow, but you know, because of all of this right. didn't happen. So it's like the world was put on hold. Yeah, it's like Earth just closed today. Right. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that the Tony Stark memes <laughs> closed today. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, basically you know picking a time to relaunch Marvel's the Cat when um, everything because I know we'll make the goal. We just you know got stalled out for other reasons and um, but. You know, there, there there was other people that helped me push my first project um, that were, you know, they, they're sharing other stuff and then they're constantly getting banned in, in uh, Facebook group, groups for sharing. But, I mean, how are you supposed to get the comic in front of people uh, when you're not sharing in these comic groups? I don't that, That's what they're there for. I don't understand why it's a problem. I love looking at new projects that are coming out, you know, whether uh, pledging it or uh, to it or not. If it's a cool idea and I like it, I'm definitely going to share it with other people. Do you do you know how many people looked at your video on Kickstarter? Did you ever look at the analytics for that? No, I didn't. Because I was wondering maybe my shitty video that I did. <laughs> I mean, it was good. It was better than what I made because you helped me with it. <laughs> it was, I, I couldn't. I'm not, I'm not good with video software, but uh, my artist Scott um, sent me like he made like a like a 10 second video of using panels that he has completed since. Um, you know, because the project's still moving forward, he's still doing art, and there, there's still panels being made. What um, he's doing, or what he did, was uh, just put together like a almost a live action video for it. So we might we might go with that, and you or yeah. use one of them for uh, you know marketing purposes or whatever. And uh, there'll be you know more sharing, and um, you know we'll just uh, when we relaunch, we'll just have a different strategy than we had before to make sure that's successful. I would use, yeah, I know you don't have like money really, but Facebook ads, like $10, I thought about it and it's like, you know, when you have so many people sharing, you, you get the same response. But I mean, if they're going to ban me from sharing, I might have not have a choice. That's well, why I didn't use them before on my previous project. Yeah, I was gonna say that's why they ban you from sharing so much because they want you to pay for those ads. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if you could, if you could manually reach your whole audience, then you don't need to pay them. So instead, right. instead of spamming everyone, why don't you pay us and we'll spam them? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So the uh, monopoly. You know, we control Facebook, so <clears throat> the um, well, I mean, they <laughs> they control <laughs> yeah. Facebook, so so uh, they're gonna say, uh, you know. You're right. You're right. So that'll that'll definitely be. Uh, yeah, honestly, honestly, I would probably just target like a couple, like you know, probably ten to twenty groups, and then just have you know, if you have more than one person, then have each person. I should probably just ten. I wouldn't even hit twenty. Twenty is probably like where that limit starts to get you blocked. But right. I, would have, I would have as um, as many people as you know just uh, connect with ten different Facebook groups, sharing that post, and then. Right. 
that take out something like yeah like a ten dollar ad that's just a reach ad so people see it or a uh a um what's it called uh, uh sponsored ads uh, yeah no, well that's what they come up as on yeah, the yeah, singer there's a specific ad where it'll, it'll show it to the same people to try to get them to remember it um right with it though but yeah there's ads like that i, I do facebook ads for like business stuff that's why <laughs> spin whiz oh, comics nice. uh jeff palumbo spin whiz comics they he just uh made an ad I think it's just on Instagram. I don't. I don't think I saw it on Facebook. But he like tagged us in it, and he tagged like a million other people that are actually like on his platform, like uh, publishers. Right. And uh, it's like some crazy deal. It's almost like giving a bunch of the comics for free because they're already like most of them are already free. But like if you do like a certain subscription thing on there, uh, you, you get like way more free. And then there's other like packages and other stuff that he gives away. Right. Um, we don't have anything else to really offer right now besides you can listen to our podcast for free and uh all those comics that are on there for free but right. yeah uh there's this that one tier subscription thing that i'm trying to build up and i think if i can get enough people like involved then mm -hmm. that would be a very good thing to do right yeah, the pre-Kickstarter giveaway, I'm seeing more and more of. I think people are realizing it works. It's a, it's a good idea, too. I mean, all you got to do is uh, give them your email, and you got a chance to win something. And then uh, you get one email from them that the Kickstarter launched just to remind you to go to it. And, uh, you know, it's not constant spamming or anything. It's just, you know, a really good uh, project. But I, I also like the idea of getting, like, five or six people to post to, you know, two groups a day. You'll stay under the radar with that and then combine that with um, a couple Facebook ads. Uh, should should be all right. Yeah. And I then, mean, we, we did 1,400 without it. There's no reason why I can't get 2,100 with it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um... There we got. Well, we would have got twenty four hundred, I think. I think that's how much we were. Yeah, we. I think we we did get that, and then there were like some backed people. People like backed out, like last right. minute or whatever. But, yeah, that 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 always happens. Yeah, I didn't know that actually happened until I was like, wait, what? <laughs> right. But like two of the four or five people that did that, they like were like, oh yeah, I'll just change my credit card or whatever. And I'm like, oh okay. And then I mm -hmm. still sent them that actually one is still sitting here. I have to send him, but, uh, cause I didn't have his oh, full wow. zip code. Yeah. He didn't like, he, uh, I don't have his full zip code. He like forgot a number in it. I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was art that was on our podcast, like forever ago. He like gave me his address and then I gave it to the lady at the post office. She's like, you're missing a number for the zip code. I'm like, oh, I guess he doesn't know where he lives. Right. <laughs> but I gave like this stack of like the rewards. Like I put them all on the counter in the post office and the lady next to her, that's actually wearing a mask. She's like, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, what is that? I'm like, like their shirts and comics. And she's like, that, what is that for? I'm like, oh, people that back their Kickstarter. And she's like, oh my God god and i'm like yeah that's only like a hundred something like imagine like there's like people that get way more than that oh yeah yeah, yeah. i mean some some of the, these projects get over thirty thousand uh uh 
uh, pledges with like six, 700 people. And it's like, man, you, you would need a U-Haul to go to the post office. When I mailed you uh, your comics for the, for the Halloween tier that you did for uh, down by contact was sending yeah. them out. Um, when I was there, you know how they ask you if it's media mail or, or uh, whatever. And I told her, yeah, it's comic books. And she's like, Oh wow. And, and she's like processing it. I wound up staying there for like 15 minutes talking about the comics. I was like, I can go home and grab you one if you want. <laughs> so that was before all this happened. But yeah, uh, yeah that, was, that was pretty funny. I mean, people love comics, man. I mean, even the, the ones that haven't read them, she was a, a much older woman, but um, uh, she used to read comics when she was a kid. So she was really, you know, intrigued by it. And, uh, you know, started asking the questions. Yeah, it's actually funny. I was gonna say when you're asking like what type of mail it was. I remember when I went to uh, go ship something, and I they they told me that comics don't count as media. It's only like books and DVDs and stuff like that. And what? I was like, yeah, it's and, a book. <laughs> yeah, but apparently comic books don't count, and the reason for that is that the media discount like for shipping because it's it's, right. it's it's a little bit less if it's media apparently is for like the library kind of thing it's meant to save somebody sending information and that's and so apparently that's the purpose behind it and i was like that's dumb <laughs> interesting i never knew that yeah cause it's, well the other reason it's stupid is because you can send a fictional book but you can't send a comic book you know what i mean right. but apparently it's like meant like 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 magazines don't count for example like so magazines don't fall under that media category so they don't get the discount wow yeah. Just tell them that it's books. You don't have to say comic books. I know, I know. You just got yeah. Just be like, no, it's definitely a book. Right. <laughs> really. Yeah, but, uh, Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, They're so, thin paperback books. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what I'd say. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, sent that. That's interesting. Then, though. I never knew that, but um. Hmm. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Make we have sense. like our we have our like uh, old version of our shirts they're basically the same as like if you say on our store on our website but they were like actually screen printed and uh joe valen him and his uh girlfriend they both wanted one so i shipped them to them so right. should probably get that today or like a couple of days ago i don't remember right but yeah so it depends it depends how fast the post office is moving in the chair yeah, but nothing was wrong with the comics, like when you opened it or anything. No, everything uh, was good. Got my little uh, stickers in there, and you uh, know yeah. the, the the swag. Because <laughs> yeah. um, there's a one guy that was on our podcast, uh, Kyron Silva, and he oh. messaged me and he's like, "Well, I saw you used Ready Comics," and I was like, "Yeah, I might not use them anymore, just because like the quality, like the first uh, comic that we printed, it looked great." Then uh, maybe because they printed so many at a time, they the quality like went down or something. I don't know. Or like the file that they got wasn't the high def file. So I don't, I don't know. That could have something to do with it or their gloss. Like when you they might be using a different brand of paper. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like if you look at my comic that I sent you, like the cover on it was made with, um, you know, I got the high gloss and the, the good uh printing and everything but that cover does seem and feel thicker than a lot of other comics um yeah. i don't know i i not familiar with um ready comics but i because i use comic wellspring and i only produced and printed one 
But I mean, when I called them, you know, I told them I was really green and this is the first time I've ever done this. And like, they walked me through everything. I was on the phone with them for like 30 minutes and they just told me, you know, how to set up the files and send it to them and everything. And um, I mean, the turnaround time on it was really fast too, which uh, was really awesome. I mean, it was less than 10 days. Yeah, Ready Comics was fast. It was more like their website is complete garbage. And then, so when you go on the website, yeah, when you go on the website, they're like, Oh well, that's not what it's actually going to cost. You have to email us, and I'm like, "Why do you have a website?" <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, then, you, that's then you everything yeah. that you should be. Yeah, so then you email them, and uh, then you figure it out. And then the girl that was emailing me, she's like new, and uh, then she's like, "Oh, I messed something up with like shipping. Like I have to add like another like hundred sixty dollars or whatever it was." I don't know. I was like, "What?" Wow. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, Jesus. So did that. But uh, I don't know. Todd Todd Rayner, he likes um, Ready Comics, but he likes it for the prints and like the other like type of stuff that they have. But right. uh, Kyron was talking about using the one that you use, Wellspring, and mm-hmm. uh, Kablam. And I actually was gonna think of using Kablam anyway because all all you need to do is get like your tax ID and all the thing set up. Yeah, and then you upload like each comic that you want printed on there and then yeah and covenant comics i guess uses kablam already so that's pretty cool right and like yeah i would use them and i'm like okay so. yeah there's there's a couple of them out there um i mean that was just the one that that helped, that called me back because i had questions you know and it was like okay well what, I, I don't really know what to do here i know how to <laughs> set it up in a file to be printed but I don't, I don't want to mess it up. And I, you know, I wanted to make sure everything was all right and all that stuff. And then when um, I saved the PDF, it was uh, some, some of the panels were in the wrong spots and it, it seemed like I placed them in the right spot, but they weren't. So I wanted to make sure that everything was okay with, with that. And, you know, I just wanted to talk to a live person and, and get a little bit of coaching and they, they helped me. So that's why I use them price wise. I mean, everybody was in, with the amount of comics that I printed, everybody was in uh, 25 cents of each other. So it's not really a, a price thing. They're all around the same. Obviously, if you print more, it's going to be less money. But when, you, when you're when you printing in, in um, amounts of 100 and not 1,000, the, you know, a 25% um, or a 25 cent uh, difference between them, it's all about the service at that point. Yeah. But um, I also like that they um, – you know, they offer a bunch of other things, too, with printing the stickers, the posters. Um, I believe you can do T-shirts with them now. Every time I go on their website, because they're always sending me updates, every time I go on their website, the um, they have a new service that they offer. So they're definitely growing and, and improving on everything that they can. But, you know, they, there's other good ones out there. And, uh, you know, they, uh, they have things and offer different perks, too. So they're all worth checking out. Yeah, uh, but... I want to like a comic web store like set up on our site. So right. I think I'm, if like we are able to use Kablam and like it would all work out because Dylan was trying to think like, oh, well, how would that actually work with like the linking and the, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know anything about computers. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, I don't know. I mean, I would go with the, the same uh, concept as Amazon. You know, you could print them the order. You know, yeah. you, you could, you can have them on, um, uh you know on standby really uh yeah. if you're gonna have different creators on there uh like just myself, not... i would just send you like 10 of them that way you can ship them out as people bought them yeah but yeah it's just like don't want to hold like an inventory somewhere 
because just having that one box of comics like right there it's like annoying me because i know it's there and it's in the way <laughs> right <laughs> yeah yeah that that's that's the thing that's good about getting something printed and and ready to or, order but uh you know amazon can do that um i'm sure a, a printing uh you know a, a place that specializes in comics could do it too so well, we were trying to think of doing it through Ready Comics, but like it's actually more complicated than most people think. Like, right. you have to set up the website and then you have to make like a back end into that. Yeah, like for our merchandise, we have it set up through a company called Printify, and they have all of their stuff linked through our website. So essentially, right. if somebody buys something on our website, we don't even have to know about it, it'll all happen. And when it comes to ready comics, I basically described that methodology to them. And they're like, oh, we want to eventually do that. And I'm like, cool, like how far along are you? And I'm like, oh, we basically don't have any of that set up yet. So right. because of that, we, we can, like I can set up a store, but every single time there's a purchase, we'd have to manually be the one that input all the information. But the mm -hmm. problem is that depending on where in the world they order, the shipping costs change drastically with the quantity and location for uh you know drop shippers like ready comics right and because of that we'd have to like go in and put information in for like every single uh major location slot and quantity of comics so i like, guess yeah that's something that you have to do for that the full-time job yeah <laughs> like if i could figure out some like whatever their you know like algorithm is for determining um cost for shipping then it'd mm -hmm. be like printify originally they they had it so that unless you were paying for it, it wouldn't automatically calculate shipping. So right. I had to go through and manually enter it, but I actually found out that everything that they had on their site um, had, like for each item, they had a cost for shipping one and a cost for every item added on top. Now it costs a lot more than if you ordered it in bulk, regardless, like if you order a hundred, it doesn't matter. They're gonna charge you one piece of shipping for each, more right. for the first one. But overall, it'll be more expensive. So you don't really buy bulk from these guys. But the point is for, uh, you know, four or five of them, that's what you would do is you'd pay that. So that was that easy. You had to put that into the system, and it would automatically calculate it for anyone buying stuff. But right. when it's variable on weight or variable on quantity, like, uh, you know, I'd have to figure all that stuff out for every one of our comics on our platform. And I'm like, that's going to take forever. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's not going to be easy. I mean, um the only the only other solution I could think of to it was would be to have somebody else do it as their job, you know, to, to actually hold the inventory and to ship it out. Um, there's ways to there's like a app, I don't know what it's an app. You can go in and put the weight from um, a package from your your zip code to another zip code, and you can you can gather an estimated price. Um, oh, yeah, I could do it if I was doing it. Yeah, that's the thing is I could I could do it if I was doing it. But the thing is that every company that sells something that ships it, they never charge exactly what the shipping would cost if you calculate it through UPS or USPS. Right. They always charge a little bit more in case there's like something with packaging or whatever the hell they got to add to it, and that's. Right can't figure out and i don't want it so that if people are buying comics and if they buy the right number of it we're actually paying money you know <laughs> and then yeah, we're not yeah. paying profit you know it makes sense what you're saying there's a lot lot of uh issues with that i, I didn't realize because i never tried to do it you know yeah yeah because uh and yeah i was like asking the group uh for all the creators that are on our platform that's on uh instagram Mm -hmm. and um 
I was like, oh, like, what do you want, like, uh, fixed on our website? Or what do you, would you like to see? And then, <laughs> like, a couple people are like, oh, like a working search bar. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> uh, which I didn't know was down, Greg, until you texted me like yesterday or two days ago. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I, I didn't even know that wasn't working. Oh, wow. <laughs> and they're like, yeah. Like, and then someone else said, uh, if like you can group series together so like let's say the seer chronicles we have like four issues out we right. can all like have that all in like one group i could do that already mm -hmm. more of the fact of like you would just be re reading it in one viewer it wouldn't be like you right. could still categorize like the seer chronicles and ink so i could do that too but yeah it would be more of manual grouping just have yeah. them there and all next to each other and and like that, so you could read issues back to back. Um, yeah, I mean, categories and stuff, too. It's uh, it's something that, you know, when every time you go into a system like that and you change something around, it, like, glitches something else. It seems yeah. like that with any website, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Or um, I, like, added, like, all the Velka comics that are on there by uh, right. Ken Johnson, I think that's his name. And um, I don't know, I remember that. And... Uh, they're like almost all in, in a row, like the same row. So you can right. just keep going back and going to it. But maybe if there was like a YouTube type of suggestion thing, like, do you want to watch this next? And it would go to that. Right. You could do that with a comic. Like, oh, like you read that. That's kind of why we made the author page too. Yeah. That so, was something that I wanted to do was there's some, some people have like work, uh, different comics that are like near unrelated. And then some of them have multiple, um, of the same, you know, comic series. And so right. by going to like an author page, you can just see all of their work at once, which was nice. Mm -hmm. That's actually, yeah, that was the point of the author page. Like if you use that link, you would just bring people to your author page. So it, you're still bringing people to the site. It's just you're right. going to your specific page. Some people still didn't know how to set that up, so I had to help them. But, right. Um, like uh, this one guy that has Adventures of Dart Man. I don't even think I have the second issue of that up yet, or I don't have the third one. I don't know, but um, he's like some dude from like New Hampshire, and he's like, uh, yeah, I didn't even know anything about this author page. I'm like, well, I, I do, I did like a post about it. So. Right. <laughs> Pay attention next time. Right? <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. <laughs> I, yeah, I was like uh, saying that to the group too, like um. I was like, oh, it, we were actually like the other day, like Friday or something, I was talking to a bunch of people in there because one person, the person I was talking about grouping like series together, he's like, yeah, mm -hmm. I'm like having a problem like getting any views on my comics. And I'm like, yeah, your comics aren't bad. So like, I don't understand. And he's like, yeah, like, what am I doing wrong? And then like this other guy chimed in and uh, monitor comics. He has like a bunch of different comics on there. Um some gender one i don't know what it is gender vengeance i can't say that word and uh <laughs> yeah and some other one and right. uh it's really great art and everything I just like manga um and he's like oh yeah just marketing he, and he's like more focused on youtube and i'm act actually trying to like grow the youtube thing like smash that like button but um right. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> like and subscribe yeah, but uh yeah he's doing that yeah <laughs> uh but so he's talking about youtube and uh then i'm talking about like marketing in general and like this is what you should do and post every day and then i actually got gary v's um 
dollar eighty principle and I put that link to that. I'm like, you guys just do all of this and it'll work. Like right. we have like one thousand two hundred and thirty four followers on Instagram right now and it's that's, because I've done that. Right. Yeah. So it's not like and then there's people that message me things like, oh, like if you follow me, I follow you. I'm like, no, that's that's not going to happen. I I have friends who do that, too, that they have large followings. But I'm like, yeah, but none of your audience is like, you know, your audience. It's just people that followed you because you followed them or vice versa. It's like, yeah, you only follow people that that give you quality. You know, that's the reason why the people that have 8 million followers only, Mm -hmm. you know, 150 people like they're, you know, they're only following people that are bringing them value. Right. You definitely. Yeah. Because the other thing, too, that people don't know or don't don't realize is that by um, by wasting like your followers on fake followers, you actually dilute your um, spread of information. So. Say you have a thousand people that follow you, but only like six hundred of them are your real followers. The other ones are follow for follow people. Right. And you put a piece of content out there, Facebook slash you know Instagram is the same company. They use an algorithm where they're like, okay, show this to three to five percent of their audience, right? But the problem is, if any of those three to five percent are the four hundred who don't give a crap about you, you've just wasted your post. And like, Makes so, sense. yeah. yeah and so like people like do that all the time where they have like this huge follow that don't care about them. And it's funny. I know that's real too, because there's people that I follow, I followed on Instagram that had huge followings, but they weren't posting frequently anymore. And then they like left Instagram altogether. I'm like, you don't just leave Instagram. If you were making money or doing well on Instagram, it's probably because a huge chunk of their followers weren't real followers. So they weren't getting the engagement they were looking for. They weren't getting the responses or um, connections with people that they were looking yeah. for. Yeah. Like I, I get followers all the time that I'm, I look at their content and if it's interesting, you know, I'll like some of it, but even like, I'm not going to follow it unless I'm like, holy crap. Yeah. Like that's how it should be. And, 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 and thinking that way, that's how you got to put content out there. You got to put content out there where you're like, I want it. So when someone's tossed by my page, like I need to follow this person. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. It's, um, uh, with my, uh, Twitter account, I have, uh, 1900 followers and I'd say probably 1700 of them are real hard fans and they retweet. I mean, anything I post hard related or, um, especially when I was, uh, uh, doing down by contact. I mean, I had, I had a lot of retweets under the hashtag and it's because everybody was a hard fan and I'm a hard writer. So that, that worked out really well. Um, I've gotten a lot more recently, uh, just comic fans. Cause I changed my uh, Twitter around and, um, now a lot more comic book fans are following me. And like you said, if it, you know, if it's a dead account, or spam account or whatever, you can pretty much tell right away by looking at their first five feeds. If they're a writer or an artist or something, they're putting some type of content out there. So that's all you have to really look for. Um, I use Twitter more than Instagram. I'm trying to build up my Instagram. I've had it forever, but I probably have like a hundred followers on it. And I'm following like 30 people. Um, I just never really used it because as a writer, Twitter was an easier way to spread media, but now being more in the comic production and writing comics and everything, I definitely need to build that up. Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely say the easiest way to build build that up is to just make a bunch of content one day, like a bunch of pictures. Like if you have your comic, take right. a picture of every panel or like, you know, be without maybe without the text, maybe with the text, you know, mm-hmm. maybe it's the sketches, 
sketches of it as opposed to completely finished. Um, yeah. And versions of it. Make a bunch of those. Then you can make, uh, depending on, like, whatever your niche is. So, like, you do a lot of horror. So, like, you could have cool horror quotes. You could have, you know, dates that you – there's a – you can go to Google, just look up days of the year, I think it's called. And there's like websites that'll tell you random days of the year and just look right. up ones, you know, like look up when there's a Friday the 13th and make sure you just post every day. And then like Greg was saying, there's after you get a lot of content constantly flowing out there, which by the way, um, for you and for anyone who ends up watching this later, if you don't want to have to be on Instagram all the time, it, uh, Facebook finally released, um, a uh, web application that allows you to schedule out Instagram posts. So oh, you, wow. I didn't know that. Which yeah. platform that tried to do that um, got banned or uh, the ability was removed. I was paying for a service at one point to allow me to do this. And even they got banned from it. Wow. Um, yeah. It's mostly because of that whole thing where when Facebook went to court with privacy, they basically, and it's not like it was relevant. It was just that they cracked down on everything regardless if it affected the actual uh, information or not. Right. Uh, basically, if you go to business.facebook.com slash creator studio, it allows you to schedule out Facebook posts and Instagram posts. And for Instagram, it lets you do feed and IGTV. So the stories you should obviously still do on your phone. That should be a day-to-day -day thing. The whole point is it's like, hey, I'm here. What's up? And then, you know, later. Um, right. But the feed and the feed if you've got like a bunch of comic stuff you could just schedule that out for like a month and then for like igtv you could shoot a video on your phone or a camera upload it onto your computer get it all set and instead of having to download it on your phone just to upload it to igtv just go to that website and you can upload it right there add all your hashtags add all your stuff you're looking to do that's that's really good information yeah i was unaware of any of that good yeah. stuff I know Hector said that he wasn't like a fan of that uh, a while ago because he like scheduled certain posts to go out and it was like actually numbered. So it was like to count down to his uh, Kickstarter or whatever. Right. And it like the third one came after the second one. So it, it was like misnumbered and that, oh. that thing did it. Like he numbered it the correct way. Like just it posted weird, but that was probably a glitch at that time. Right. So I don't know. And I'm like, oh, well, I don't want that to happen to me. <laughs> so. Yeah, depending on the content you're sharing, if it comes yeah. out of order, it could well, create a problem. If you're doing something like that where, like, you know, it's a five-day countdown or something, yeah, you can manually do that. But it's right. more like you want to ensure that you're always having content out there, and you can just make a bulk of it, make a 100 of it. That's a third of the year. Then, you're, you know, you can have all that scheduled out. And um, – then what you can do is still add on top of that. So say, for example, like you every single day you just have an image from your comic being posted, right? And then if you come up with a new idea, it doesn't matter. You can post twice a day. You know, Instagram gods aren't going to shun you, right? So right. It, it, that's perfectly fine. And then obviously you should always add stories. Like I, there was like a month where I didn't post anything to my feed and I gained a hundred followers just by being heavily active on my stories and engaging mm -hmm. other people's posts. Right. So it, it's, you know, it's, it's definitely like the, the too many people think about like, how can I get followers? And then, but what you should think about is what would an account I would want to follow would do. That's what you ought to do.
Like you target want to, your target audience. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like you gotta, you gotta think from their standpoint. Like, like for example, um, there's, there's a show I watch on YouTube that has a video every single day. That way I can count on it. So when I'm like, ah, I, I need to distract myself. Let me watch Philly D. What? Philly D. Oh, Philly D is one of them. Yep. <laughs> Another one. Right. So like there's stuff like that, that I watch where like when it comes out, um, I know it's coming out daily. So I, because mm -hmm. of that, I can count on that being there when I go to look for it. Right? right. So the point is that if someone follows you and they're like, Oh, I wonder what they did today. And they don't see you in their normal feed. They can confidently go to your page and be like, Oh, they're going to have a post today because they have a post every day. Right. So that, that's one, that's a big way to grow on YouTube in general, but that's a, that still works on all the other platforms and Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. If they know that you're going to be posting every day, um, that like it's the, um, what's it called? Uh, uh, it's consistency, but it's the the uh, the fact that they they know that they can trust is going to be something there. There's a word for that. Right. <laughs> I found the most successful blogs work the same way. I mean, if they're blogging on there every day and they're adding new content and not just you know just just rubbish, you know, if there's actual real content up there that they're talking about that is inter uh, that it, that that's you know cohesive with the topic, you know, people are gonna uh, gonna follow it. You know, yeah, okay. continue to read it, whether they're reviewing movies or they're developing video games or whatever they're doing, um, any type of news information, they're going to go right to their blog instead of uh, trying to search out other, inf uh, search it out in other ways. Yeah, that, that's the other thing, too. I was going to say that whether you've got like a group of people, right, or it's just yourself, there's a um, an author and a businessman, himself, Seth Godin. He's like, you know, the grandfather of marketing. And he... Uh, Basically, he has a blog that he's been writing a blog a day for like the last 13 or 14 years. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so that's the point is you, you can write every day, but his blogs could be a couple pages or like a couple sentences. Right. And so <clears throat> that, that's the thing is that and you're right, like it needs to be good content. But I promise you, like his first blogs weren't good, you know, like right. they were probably OK, you know, but even even the best, you know, the reason why he has such an amazing blog now and such profound thoughts on his blog is the fact that he's been writing every single day for 14 years. Right. So yeah, that, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. And so if you're looking to get on Instagram and you're like, Oh, I don't know if that content's good. Don't worry about that either. Like post it. Cause you know, it's better than, you know, bad content, you know, ha or no content, bad content. You right. know, you just have content on there. Have it related. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I have like video ideas. I just need a tripod, <laughs> right? <laughs> and uh, it's like certain things. Um, probably a green screen or uh, yeah, I think I need a green screen in order to do that. Uh, like I would do like the news that the news channel that's in our comics, like Seer Chronicles. Like I would do news updates like that. So, like I would do that. Like at some point, like in the future. Yeah, that'd be really cool too. What? <laughs> In downtown Sears City. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be cool. Uh, have and a, then, have a, 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 a Sears City newspaper, Sears City Times. Uh, then, we have a, a newspaper. Uh, actually, second issue. Uh, uh -huh. You're probably one of the only people that know that. Uh, the second issue, the beginning of the second issue, and all of the other ones after that is going to have, like, the first three pages or something. It's going to be part of that, like, newspaper that's in the story. Oh, that's it, cool. Yeah, yeah, so it'll it'll, like it'll catch you up. Yeah, yeah. It'll like you post it on. Yeah, it'll probably be like 
quick summary stuff from the original for the from the previous comic as well as other stuff that's that's you know not in the comic but it's related to stuff happening in the city because right. like if for example like say a bridge is out in, in you know in one of our scenes we might like mention that in the in the in the newspaper like oh they're doing more construction on the you know whatever bridge right because that it's closed and later that might be relevant in a scene which is you know yeah we're thinking like 13 layers deep which is awesome yeah that's pretty cool man the um yeah, you can, you can, it's basically a teaser, yeah. a, a unique uh, teaser of upcoming content. And also if somebody missed something, oh, you know, like the cat in the tree, you know, oh, I didn't notice that. And then, yeah. you know, that directs uh, more attention to uh, other content in uh, the Nova universe. Um, you can pretty much write about anything. If you well, need help with that, I can, I can write a news story. For, yeah, that'd be cool. I'll be, I'll be actually writing real fake news. <laughs> yeah because yeah, that's the cool thing is that by doing little easter eggs like that at first some like some people might not even notice at all but the right. whole thing is like for, for, like here's a small example do you ever watch dragon ball z or do you know what it is oh yeah yeah okay so do you for know years. yeah do you know the uh the it's over nine thousand? right that right again it, it's over nine thousand. that reference yes yes so like something fun that somebody who's a like a really big fan will know is that right. the original manga actually said eight thousand right now that's something super small and insignificant but because it, there's a weird thing that exists in this universe people that are really really fans of it end up finding it eventually right, right. like that's the whole point like the cat in the tree it's like one of those things that they might like most people might not register it, but the real fans are going to be like, "Wait, I've seen that before, right?" And all of a sudden, they that you just get given them more layers to dig into your universe, and now they're going to be more curious, thinking like, "Wait, what else are they hiding?" Right? Like, right. and then they tell a friend like, "Oh yeah, it's awesome this comic book universe," and like, "There's a cat," and they're like, "What are you talking about?" It's like, "Oh, man, I have to show you all this other stuff first, right?" Right, so, right, right. <laughs> like it, it, it builds a lot more. Like again, that's like what I like to see. I like to I like to be reading something, I like to be enjoying something, playing games, whatever, and find something where I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Right? Like that's yeah. just those little those little things for the real fans that are, you know, dedicated or really diving into it. Um that actually something small that I, I just happened recently that I really like. I'm playing the newest Call of Duty and mm -hmm. for whatever reason, it, it pissed me off to no end. There's no game mode where it shows you like your death count. It only shows you your kill count. So you can't right. tell your kill death ratio in a game, mm -hmm. which is annoying because like even team deathmatch doesn't do it. And the only point of that game is kills and deaths. It tells right. you kills and assists, but I'm leveling up this uh, battle pass where you unlock stuff as you tear through it. And one of them is a watch your guy wears that shows your kills and your deaths. Oh wow! While you're playing, you can go. What is it? Yeah, nice, and go back to. And I was, and you, you make him trigger. Like he'll look up at the watch and then go back. And I'm like, yes, because there's so great. modes where like I want to pause for a second. I'm like, what is my kill death ratio? And now I can actually pull it up and look at it. And I'm like, that right there was so cleverly inserted. I was yeah. like, that's brilliant. I said for years that they wait, like when they launch their games, um, especially with like the automated. Um, 
generated spawn points, how it's different from, like, say, Halo and other first-person shooters. Uh, I mean, once you really get to know these maps and you figure those out, you could just jump squads and destroy them. But I, th- I always said that they launch these games, they wait to see what, the, what they messed up on, and then they add perks to fix them, whether they got to nerf a shotgun or they have to do something uh, to make something more powerful or add a, you know, fix a problem like this that people um, don't like. You know, it's all um, it's all it's all, uh, you know, part of the same thing. But it, it makes sense. I mean, when you add uh, Easter eggs into any type of content, I mean, fans are going to look for more stuff. We love that stuff. Books, comics, um, video games, everything. <clears throat> Oh, yeah. I know I always have. Yeah. For the for the game, I am still trying to figure out like quests to like make for the game, so I have right. no idea what to do. Uh, and then there's people that are like asking me like, "Oh, well, like, what are you gonna do in the game? Like, you have to like always do the quests." I'm like, "No, you could like free roam and do stuff. Like, there's no mindless killing, so that's like the one thing that I have to like figure out because I know people are gonna just want to do that, so." Yeah, um, the way the way to pacify that is make it like the old Hulk games, where you're just able to destroy some of the environment once you power up. Yeah, and just, then you have to find the up. interactive environments. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, yeah, I mean, for quests, it it depends on the what, the parameters of the game. You know, what what all you you're able to put in it. Yeah, Honestly, um, I think that customizations will be the thing that'll get people over that. Like whenever you play something like you know sims for example like you can't you can't technically you know just go around killing people maybe in new ones you can but basically you cause mayhem through other things but the other thing that's interesting is just the ability to do a lot of customizations and things like that because the more unique you can make it the more it becomes yours right yeah like uh there'll be apartments that will be available at some point it depends on how much funding we get out of the kickstarter Because there is because everything you add into the game costs money. Yeah, it added up pretty quick. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, oh yeah, there's this, this, this. Oh, and then there's this thing. It's like a thousand something. I was like, what? Yeah, it costs yeah, how I... much for me to wear a red hat? You know? <laughs> yeah. But it's it's still really awesome. I mean, indie games, and then you can add on to them and stuff. It's uh, you know, it's exciting. I've you know, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, and then there's this whole like create our universe thing, which I'm gonna be doing soon again. Like I did the first one, and then people actually were like interested in that, but like I was right. I'm banned from Facebook groups, so you know I can't really do that at the <laughs> moment. But people are like, wait, what? And then there's people like commenting multiple like things for like a soda or a beverage. Yeah, and a lot of them, yeah, and uh, a lot of them were just commenting like multiple times and like okay well you didn't read the rules completely because they said once but yeah so i'm gonna just take their like first one or like the best one and that they said and then I'm, i would put that into the poll so right i have to make that i have to put it through a spreadsheet and then i have to like figure out which one would win well i, I would have to figure out like a bunch of them then put them into a poll like on twitter and facebook and then whoever wins out of all of that and on Instagram because you could do it on stories. Like but, meth. Uh, what? Use use that idea. Like yeah. like like the meth cola. <laughs> 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 it's like it used to have real meth in it. It might still have real meth in it. Yeah, I saw that post. <laughs> great. Good stuff. Good stuff. Tiger King <clears throat> Cola. What? Tiger King Cola. 
With coming up ideas for the quest with the free roam that you're able to do, are you able to, I mean, with, with the parameters of what you can do right now, can you power up your character? Do you have ways designed for that? Uh, so I said, can we, because anything I like ask him, it's going to be more money. So right. it's like, so I was asking him to do a bunch of, I'm not a sports person at all. Yeah. You, I know I, a lot. On yeah. Sport. Yeah. So I, I'm not a sports person, but like Kyron, uh, actually messaged me. He's like, Oh, I was like, yeah, like there'll be sports. He's like, what? Like baseball and, uh, football and stuff. And I'm like, uh, so then I asked Scott, like, Oh, can you make football? He's like, well, I had to figure out like, uh, the whole, like mechanics. Uh, yeah. Mechanics yeah. Stuff for that. Basketball is, I kind of hard to do as a best, like, to, cause it would be a basketball game within another game. Right. That right, like right. I'm not just doing like a the ball like just the ball view and then going into a basket. It's literally like the person's dribbling and you see them dribbling like NBA, like 2K or something. And you're yeah, so it's gonna it would it would be like all of that. So he would have yeah, to figure right. out all of that. Yeah, we were we were on the call with our game developer and it was pretty funny too because like we're like we're focusing on getting the stuff built around the um the comic book uh, scenes. So like one right. of the scenes is a um a dock with a bunch of shipping containers. So we want to make sure we know where that is on the map so that we can make sure people get there because we were like, okay, this one guy's down by a river in a van, <laughs> but there's another guy <laughs> at a house across the river and there's another guy downtown. How are they going to like, where are they meeting? That's going to be in a good spot. So we had to like make sure there's certain scenes that line up, which is perfect. Like, like this, this is going to eventually be enough that you, like, this is why we have the 3d, like the whole point of the game originally was just to be a 3D rendition of the world. We just found out he was building it in a game development app and we're like, oh, why don't we just turn it into a game? And so like basically that like we wanted so that we have all that. And then we looked at an area and Greg happened to mention sports. I'm like, oh yeah, we probably should at least set an area where there's an arena so that later, like we shouldn't go into it now, but we, we'll have a <laughs> We'll have it for later. And I'm like, all right, I got to get off the call. And then Greg, apparently for like an hour and a half, is picking out basketball jerseys. I'm like, geez, you're like getting a little into this. Like, wait, yeah. wait later. We still got to build the rest of the city. You're building out like the stadium that's not even going to be referenced in the, you know, several, for several, several comics. Yeah. Right. Right, yeah, right. So, so there's like, um, yeah, all that free realm stuff you can do. Ah, it's fun to Ah, okay. <clears throat> oh, oh. 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 no, nah, we lost him. Huh. Okay. I'll figure Next. that out. Yeah, that went that went quick. I wonder if it died. Probably. So I gotta get him back in quick. Find out. And then I got to cut this out of the podcast. Now I should leave this in the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One day we'll actually be able to have people over in like a studio like Joe or something. Well, I think for indie comics, we'll probably still have mostly video. We're not going, I don't think we're going to be flying people anywhere as indie. Oh, indie. no. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like if they were like local somehow, like depending on like where we were. Yeah. So let's say if I like took a trip to, yeah, yeah. If, like I took a trip to like 
San Francisco when you were there, then we would be able to do that. But yeah. <clears throat> Hello. Cause I don't think I have Facebook open anymore. Oh. Oh, by the way, did you see the tea with Gary V? I sent you. I think I sent you one. I didn't watch that one. I think I was watching the beginning of it. But you want to watch it because later on, like I was watching it live and I don't know what, so I don't know like what time it was in the video, but there was something very specifically I tagged you in there for. Like I knew it was like, oh shit, like that was super valuable. Um, I know another time, I don't remember if it's the video I tagged you in or not, but there was another one where he was talking about the tea shop or a coffee shop that a lady wanted to open. And it was in reference to Glow wanting to open one with cats, right? But he mentioned, like, everyone's trying to op open a coffee shop. You should try to get, like, a more unique thing. Because if your goal is just to get people to gather around you, don't, do, don't assume coffee shop's the only way to go. There's too many coffee shops already. It could be, like, watermelon juice or grapefruit. Like, everything grapefruit. Grapefruit fruit. Grapefruit juice. Grapefruit. Oh, wait. I think I saw that part. Yeah, so that was one of them. But there was another one I think I tagged. The thing I tagged you in, though, I think was specific for you. But I don't remember what it was. I just remember that it was really like there because some of them have been fucking gold mines. I'm like, God damn. I'm like, that's it's like, just like random people that are like, yeah, random okay. people. And I'm like, like, you could sign up for it if you wanted to try to get in there. I was like, like cleaning my, my room when that was happening. So I just had it in the background. And I'm like, God damn, like he's given like multi thousand dollar advice right now, like, you know, multi million dollar for some people if they play it out. Yeah. Like, there's one guy who, um, He's selling toilet paper with like different people's faces on it, for example, right? Like President Trump's, right? Like <laughs> because toilet paper is so big right now, that's really clever. And then he had something else um, that he was printing. I forgot what it was. It was something else that was funny. Um, but that, that was funny because then Gary's like, "Yeah, like you should have if you're doing Trump and Target." Democrats, and then you should have one on the other side, like Biden, and have him, you know, uh, for a Republican. And I'm like, thank God. I'm like, Gary, like, that's why I love Gary. Like, he doesn't give a fuck. It's business. He might have a belief, but he's not going to let that ever affect his business. That's the big thing. That's why I fucking hate companies like Apple right now who, like, use their, use their fucking, uh, political belief to shape their company and i'm like you realize that's not how capitalism works right like you're gonna you're gonna collapse your company like yeah. like facebook facebook could be way bigger right now if they weren't uh you know clearly blocking like conservative voices and promoting liberal voices that are clearly fucked up <laughs> he hit the off button on his phone by accident how do you hit the off button i don't know he was probably holding it, and then he accidentally like. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Get him back in. Yeah, I gotta invite him back. That's okay. We, <laughs> that's we, we can do a quick closer and then call it in because it, it was an hour right when he ended, anyways. <clears throat> yeah. Hey guys, sorry about that. <laughs> that's okay. We were talking well, about something else. Anyway. I'm gonna say we, we hit the hour mark anyways, so we we can do like a you know quick little. Closer and make sure everybody knows where to find all your stuff, knows what to look for, knows where you want them to send them, and all that good stuff. Well, I'm in the process of uh, coming up with uh, building a website where you can get all my content. Um, right now, just follow me on Twitter at Myers Comics, and um, 
my Facebook page, my heart page is called the open casket. Just search it. Uh, it's got uh, vintage har logos on it. It looks really cool. And um, while I get another website built up, uh, like the last one I had was really good, but it got buggy and I want to use a different um, platform other than Wix. So yeah, with, yeah, <laughs> with uh, that for right now, you know, we're, I'm going to have uh, announcements about the Marvel's the Cat Kickstarter relaunching. And um, I'll have the Chronicles of, of Horror Script done for you by the end of this week. So, um, you know, you can take a look at that and we'll figure out the plan for that. So, yeah. all this is exciting. Just dealing with everything in quarantine is what it is. So, um, yeah, it was always awesome talking to you guys. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll definitely, I'll definitely be on here again. Sorry about the cancellations last time. But now I don't have uh, to go to work. So, yeah. we good. Don't worry. What, what's your Instagram handle? So everyone knows where to find that because you we need to grow your Instagram for you. That, yeah, that's at, uh, down by contact. Uh, contact with a K. D O W M B Y K O N T A C T. Um, you can't see images of my comic on there, and I'm going to be working on that as uh, later this week as well. Definitely, we'll try to send some people your way. <laughs> All right. I appreciate it. All right, always awesome talking to you guys, man. Yeah, Have you, a good one. Yeah, you too. All right, see you later. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.